Have you repented? Thanks for joining me for episode 14 of Isaiah House Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Owenby. Subscribe to this podcast to keep up to date with the latest episodes. And don't forget to share with your friends. Wherever where you listen to podcasts, you can search using the term Isaiah House on Apple or wherever you listen. If you've been around church very much or if you've read the Bible, you've probably heard the term repent or repentance. Throughout the Old Testament, when the children of Israel had strayed from the path of truth, God sent prophets to call out the people to repent. John the Baptist called people to repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. But what does that even mean? More importantly, what does true repentance look like? The dictionary says that to repent is to feel or express sincere regret or remorse about one's wrongdoing or sin. If you look at a Greek dictionary, because that's a language it was written in, this idea of repentance is a change of mind. Repentance is so much more than just feeling regret for doing wrong. Feeling bad for sin isn't repentance at all. Acknowledging that sin is actually sin isn't repentance either. Being afraid of God's wrath for that sin also is not repentance. You can't have a hard heart and repent. Cannot happen. It will not work. You see, one of the problems that we have today in the churches is is that people will say a prayer, or they'll come forward, and they will say that they've repented or they've changed, but they haven't. They live their lives the same that they've always lived them. They do the things they've always done. They watch the videos they've always watched. They look at pornography. They look at women. They sneak every peek they can, yet their heart is not turned. They haven't changed their ways. They're not a new person. They're not a new creation. Now, if you've repented then it's blatantly obvious that you are a changed man or a changed woman because it's changing the complete direction of your life. Now, I think that there's different levels of repentance. Don't get me wrong, because there are certain things or certain actions, behaviors that you can repent from and change your ways and then other ways that you can still stay set in your ways. For example, if you are a tobacco user, I chewed tobacco for about nine years. It's a terrible, nasty habit. but When I stopped chewing tobacco, it wasn't that I had just quit doing that one thing. It wasn't that, well, I changed my mind about doing it. I was completely reversed in the way that I had been. Before, the way that I lived my life, the way that I structured things, I would have this habit that I would cater to. However, when I kicked the habit, when I stopped using tobacco, I was a changed man. Those things no longer looked appealing to me. And even if they did look appealing... I knew that it wasn't what was good for me, and I knew that it wasn't what was right. So what about you? What do you have that is hanging on in your life that you've not turned from or changed from? Now, I'll give you another example uh, as far as the levels go. Is that not just one particular habit, but what about the groove of your life? There's people that live different ways that are not saved. There are some people that are unsaved, who are unchurched, who live a moral life. There are also people who are unsaved and unchurched who live terrible, despicable lives. But some people have lived bad lives and changed for the better, even without Christ. Now, this is another level of repentance. They've changed from who they were into who they are today. But that doesn't mean that they've repented in the biblical sense. You can change who you are and the actions that you do by maturity, 
by changing your friends, by turning your life around. There's a lot of self-help books out there that'll help you do exactly that. But that's not repentance either. You see, repentance is when your heart is softened and you submit and surrender your life to God. Now, when you submit and you surrender your life to God, you're not just saying, I'm sorry for this, or I feel bad for this, or I know this thing is wrong. This is changing your life's direction. You're no longer living for yourself, but you have repented, you have turned from, and you're changing directions to live for God. Now, sometimes people will say that it's a change direction, it's a complete 180 turn, and that is true. That is right, it's going from one direction and turning the other way. But it's not just turning your life around, it is leaving from sin and heading towards God. It is seeking passionately the Father. One of the great examples that we have in the Bible of this true heart repentance is David in Psalms 51. He says, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you delight in truth in the inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all of my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with an willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will return to you. Delivered me from blood guiltness, O God, O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and from my mouth will declare your praise. For you will not delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You will not be pleased with the burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. A broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. This thought or concept of having done wrong against God and done wickedness in the sight of God's eye and saying that it's not a burnt offering that God's going to be pleased with. God doesn't want just this sorrowfulness. He wants a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. David knows, O God, you will not despise. Have you reached that point? Have you reached that point in your life where you have changed, truly changed, the direction of your life? Have you repented from your sin? Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand.